Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and the line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He's the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth. Peace to those on whom His favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby, who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard were amazed. And what the shepherd said to them, But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. On this most holy day, we light all four candles in our Advent wreaths, and we are reminded of the expectation, preparation, proclamation, and re revelation of His coming. Now we light the Christ candle. We rejoice that the promise of God has been fulfilled in the coming of the baby born in a, new, in a manger. Let us pray. Gracious and mighty King, we celebrate your goodness to us as we join the triumph and joy of Christmas. As your love has been revealed or reveled in all of its fullness. We pray that love may abound in our hearts during this special day. Grant us the spirit of Christ that we may live in the fullness of his character every day. In his name we pray. Amen.
Ayan, tayo po lahat ay tumayo. Sabihin, sabihin mo naman po sa katabi mo, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Bago po natin ialay at ang ating mga papuri at pagsamba, tayo po ay manalangin. Let us pray. Our Heavenly Father, as we gather on this lovely morning, Lord God, we come before you with our hearts full of gratitude for the year that has passed and anticipation for the one about to unfold, Lord God. Thank you, Lord Jesus, for your faithfulness that has brought us to this moment. And as we enter your presence with joy and expectation, knowing that you are the author of time and the keeper of our days, as we engage in praise and worship, may our songs rise as offerings of thanksgiving for your goodness and mercy that have been with us through the season, Lord God. And as we prepare to receive the message that you have for us on this special morning, we ask for wisdom, insight, and revelation, Lord God. Guide our pastor with your anointing that the word shared may be a source of inspiration, encouragement, and spiritual growth. Bless this time of worship and fellowship and may it set the tone for a year filled with grace, love, and favor, Lord Jesus. This is our prayer in your precious name. We love you, we honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Ayan, isa pa pong malakas na palakpak para sa ating Panginoon. Amen. At isa pa pong bati sa ating katabi at pakisabi handa ka na bang magpuri kay Lord. Ilang oras na lang at bagong taon na. Kaya bago matapos ang taong ito, let's give thanks to the Lord with songs of praise and let us worship Him. It says in Psalm 118 verse 24, Today is the day that the Lord has made, so we will rejoice and be glad in it. Ayan. Shines with hope and grace fills the sky. With new mercy each day we're alive. Let your glory pour out, Jesus. There's a joy that overwhelms our souls. Cause we know our God is in control. Lord has made to rejoice, to 
na palakpak para sa ating mahal na Panginoon. Amen. Emmanuel, which means God with us. God put Himself on display for us to know and understand Him through Jesus becoming Emmanuel. And the Word became flesh and dwell among us. He was there before, now He is here. So church, let us worship Him with all of our hearts and let's give Him our highest praise for He alone is worthy to be praised. Hallelujah.
Amen. Ayan, isa pa pong malakas na palakpak para kay Lord. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. And as we sing the next song, Church, let's feel once again the presence of the Lord. And let's remember the goodness and faithfulness of the Lord in our lives. That for the entire 2023, He has never left our side. Amen? And He's always here with us, cares for us, and loves us. Even before Jesus was born, God has always been with us. From beginning to the end, He's with us. Our God, Emmanuel, will never leave us nor forsake us. Such gratitude I'm here to thank you For all you are You've been faithful all my days Every season
which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me. Whenever you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Today, we partake in an ordinance Jesus instituted 2,000 years ago. We partake in the symbolic elements believing that one day Jesus would triumphantly come back for us. These elements has not the power to save us, but rather we do it as an act of worship and as an act of remembrance. But before we partake of the said communion elements, let's pause for a while. Allow the Lord to search and seek us. Surrender to Him everything that is unpleasing before Him. Asking Him for forgiveness. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, truly Emmanuel, God with us. As we partake of these communion elements, it allow us to remember the great love and sacrifice that Jesus has done. May it bring us to a level of worship, O Lord Father. Humbly surrender to you everything that is unpleasing to you, Father. Forgive us today, O Lord, 
love you, we adore you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, ushers will be standing in front. If you wish to partake of the said communion elements, we request you to form a single line present in our lives Jesus thank you for walking with us through the seasons of our lives Lord God you were never distant from us you have been faithful all our days Lord God thank you Jesus for everything you are worthy of all praise blessing honor and glory in Jesus name Alright, magandang, magandang umaga sa inyo lahat. Bati mo yung katabi mo, sabi mo, magandang umaga. Oh, marami yata nagbakasyon, di ba? O maraming hindi takot sa uh, 
Ang uh, tawag prank ni Marian kay Ivana. Alam niyo ba yun? So late pa yung iba? Ganun ba yun? So anyway, I was, uh, kani umaga, when I woke up, I was puzzled. Sabi ko, bakit kaya ang dami ko nakikita na feed na 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3? Diba? I didn't know. Sabi ko, ano kayo 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3? Hindi ko gets eh. Diba? Sino sa'yo nakakita nun? 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3. Ako lang. Aso ako lang. So anyway. So, ako naman, since 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3, sabi ko, ano kaya to? Some interesting, may code ba? May code ba gustong iparating? O may nangyari bang 1, 2, 3, 1, 2, 3? Alam ko lang kasi 1, 2, 3, yung hindi ka nagbayad sa jeep, di ba? Yun lang alam ko yung 1, 2, 3. Pero 1, 2, 3, tas 1, 2, 3, parang sabi ko, paano kaya nangyari yun? So, research ko. Lo and behold, nalaman ko na ngayon kasi yung huling araw ng Panginoon. Nakakatakot, no? Pag yung bigkas mo, huling araw ng Panginoon. O in English, the last day of the Lord. Last Sunday. So it's the last Sunday which happens to fall on the day 12-31-23. So pag binasa mo, 1-2-3, Ah, so ganun lang pala yun sabi ko. So napasal ako, pero ganun pala. Ah, so happy, 1-2-3-1-2-3. Batiin mo yung katabi mo. Ayan. So today, ayan, we end 2023 with the series entitled Let There Be Light. So last Sunday, ito na po yung pag-usapan natin for the last segment, di ba? Let There Be Light, the coming of the light, na dumating na yung light as we celebrated Christmas last week. So yun yung coming of the light. So today, di ba, habang hindi pa tapos yung taon, may our hearts prepare Him room. Baka naman tapos na yung Pasko, Pero hindi pa pala natin inihahanda yung ating mga puso diba? for the coming of the light. So this morning, ito yung good news ko sa inyo. Lahat ba sa inyo nakatanggap ng regalo? Taas kamay yung hindi nakatanggap ng regalo. Oh, wow! Diba? Ang saya naman. Lahat nakatanggap ng regalo. But today you are blessed because each one of you will be receiving a gift. Pangayaw nyo ah. Diba? Each of you will be opening the greatest gift that you can receive this Christmas, which is Jesus Christ. Today's message is entitled, Emmanuel. Sabi niyo sa katabi mo, Emmanuel. Emmanuel or God with us. Kumbaga, palagi natin narinig na there is no Christmas without Christ. Tama? That the greatest present is His presence. And oftentimes, we get to also hear the statement, Emmanuel. Sino sa inyo? Diba? Greeting cards, mga kanta kanina, Emmanuel. Yun yung palagi natin nakikinig eh. Pero alam mo yung challenge ngayon? Palagi natin nakikinig, pero hindi natin naintindihan. Diba? I'm so happy today na kahit man lang sa simbahan, yung mga tao walang pato sa ulo. Ano yung pato sa ulo? Kung hindi pato, toge. Kung hindi toge, windmill. Nasabi ko, grabe. Diba, ang daming nakasuot ng ganun ngayon eh. Punta ka sa Session Road, sa Burnham, sa Janay, lahat may pato. Diba, Jason? May pato ba sa'yo? Ah, wala. Diba, magtataka ka eh. Last, last, kailan ba yun? Friday? Last Friday, when we were in Burnham Park, kasama ko si Ate Lisa and my wife, bilang tinanong ni Ate sa isang nagbebenta, ano bang ibig sabihin ng pato? Ba't kayo naglalagay ng duck, yung pin na duck sa ulo nyo? Sabi niya, hindi ko inalam eh. Sabi ah, okay, baka naman may isa dito. Kasi sabi nila, bagyo lang, di ba, Kevin? Bagyo lang daw mayroong ganun. Sabi ko, sige, tanong pa tayo. Ang dami namin tinanong ni atin. Nahalat ng sagot nila, hindi nila alam kung bakit daw kailangan lagyan. 
Di ba it's funny? Nakakatawa. Sinusuot, pero hindi naman nila alam yung ibig sabihin. Tawag doon, nakikiuso. And oftentimes, when we hear the word Emmanuel, God with us, nakikiuso lang tayo. Hindi natin lubos na intindihan kung anong ibig sabihin ng presensya ng Panginoon sa ating buhay. So tanay mo yung katabi mo ngayon, nakikiuso ka na lang ba? Di ba? Sakit nun. Nasa church kailang taon, pero nakikiuso lang tayo sa silitang Emmanuel. Today, we'll be reading a passage of scripture and looking into it deeper. Uh, our passage today is based on Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. And as we look deeper, may we realize what Emmanuel truly means. That Christ was born for us and to be with us. So may I invite everybody who can stand up and read to please join me as we give honor to the reading of God's word this lovely morning. So I'll be reading out of the New International Version, Isaiah 9, verse 6. Join me as we read. For, un, for to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Let's pause for a while. Allow these words to sink deep down inside our hearts. Allow us to feel His presence. May today, Father, be a time for us to realize what Emmanuel truly means. May your presence truly be manifested to our time of fellowship, to our time of exhortation, even as we leave this church, O Lord, Father. Father, we thank you that we can read your word with power. May your words come alive in our lives. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. You may be seated. So Isaiah was the writer of this book, diba? Obvious no obvious, Isaiah. It was a time when Israel was divided into two kingdoms, the northern and the southern portion. So medyo complicated na to. If you want to read more, read the book of Isaiah. Ito na naghiwalay yung kingdom Israel, wherein Judah, yung southern, yung northern part is called Israel. But to every king, a prophet was assigned. Was assigned. And to the northern and to the southern part, of Israel, the prophet's name was Israel. Israel was name was Isaiah. Isaiah uh, happened to be a prophet when a time during a time of war, a time of distress, a time of darkness. Kumbaga magulo, magulo yung sistema, magulo yung panahon dito. Nangyayari kasi dito, Israel Israel and Syria was coming together. They were joining forces to go against Assyria. But in order for them to join forces, they wanted to talk to Judah. Sabi na kausap ni Judah to join forces with us to go against Assyria. So Judah, the king there was Ahaz. Pangalan pa lang, ang pangit na eh. This was a terrible king. Diba? Pangalan pa lang, ayaw mo na eh. Ito yung tipong hari na papatay ng sarili niyang anak. Terrible. Pero para sa kanya, rather than hearing the side of Judah and Syria, he wanted to join Assyria. Parang kakaiba. Parang kakaiba yung kanyang gagawin. Kasi ito battle of power eh. And Judah here seemed powerless. Parang wala kaming, walang kapangyarihan. Their army was not that great. And everybody was joining forces to conquer more land. 
And this is when the prophecy came in. Ito yung prophecy na binigay sa kanya. Nasabi ni Isaiah to the king, he said, For to us a child is born, to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Gera, kailangan mo ng wisdom. Magulo yung mundo. Nangangailangan ka ng troops, ng forces. And yet the answer was through this prophecy. Sa tingin mo nasagot yung tanong? Sa tingin mo nasagot yung problema? Hindi eh. Diba? May mga pagkakataon sa buhay natin na sobra tayong, napakarami tayong problema, iba't iba yung ating nakaramdaman, naipit tayo sa isang sitwasyon, and we think God is not with us. You ever experienced those moments? Nandahin mo problema na although kasyano ka na napatagal, parang hindi mo ramdam yung presensya ng Panginoon. Di ba, kumbaga, team song mo daw yung kanta ni Gary V? Ano may team song? Yung natutulog ba yung Diyos? Kumbaga, sa bawat yugto ng buhay mo, although palagi mo naririnig sa pastor mo, sa cell group leader mo, sa mga taong nakapaligid sa'yo, hindi magpray ka lang, magbasa ka ng Bible. Pero pagbuklat mo ng Bible mo, wala. Wala kang nakakamdaman, walang presensya. And you feel so alone. And this was the same situation during that time. They felt so alone. Although they said that God was with them, pangpasa kanya, parang hindi ko ramdam. They were expecting something different. Siguro they were expecting an army, siguro Papa Daniel, a king, or somebody so powerful to fight on their behalf. But rather than that, Isaiah prophesied. Ibig sabihin ito, it will happen in the future. Na yung kasagutan sa problema nyo, isang bata. Hindi oh, ko gets, di ba? It's so weird. Sabi ko, hindi ko gets eh. Even to the point that even before Isaiah chapter 9, he said in Isaiah chapter 7, that a virgin will give birth to a child and you will name him Emmanuel. Yun daw yung sign, Kevin. Emmanuel meaning God with us. They were expecting a human king, but rather the Messiah that they were longing for would be called a wonderful counselor, mighty God, <clears throat> everlasting father, prince of peace. These names were given to satisfy their greatest need. Ang kala mo yung mga katagan nito, ordinary lang eh, di ba? Pero pag tingnan to, these words, these titles, these attributes would satisfy their greatest needs. Although tapos na yung Pasko, di ba? Lahat tayo, siguro sobra-sobra na sa Christmas party. Di ba? Sobra na kayo sa video okay, na siguro 99 na yung mga score nyo lahat. Uh, ilang raffle na yung sinalian nyo, pero talo pa din. Diba, yun yung masakit, kaya food treat na lang. Siguro lahat kayo, kayo sabi nyo, nakatanggap niya ng regalo. But I'm very sure, there is something in your heart that you're longing for. Parang may kulang eh, hindi mo maintindihan eh. You've been a Christian for the longest time, pero may kulang eh. You've been attending, you've been in ministry, parang may kulang. There's something in your heart that longs for something, or better yet, it longs for someone. Now me to rephrase it again today, to the words, Emmanuel, God with us. My prayer, is that we, we, my prayer is that we realize that the greatest gift 
is indeed His presence. Truly, God with us. So to better understand, alam ko, intro pa lang yun, di ba? Masaya na ba kayo sa intro? Pero mas maganda kung gigisay natin yung bawat kataga para mas maintindihan natin kung ano bang gustong sabihin ni Isaiah when he prophesied to King Ahaz. So, Isaiah here was describing the future when God would provide a way out of darkness. He was providing a solution. Ito daw yung solution that it would come through the birth of a child. The, prof- the passage is prophesying about Jesus and what He would do for His people. Yun yung prophecy. Isaiah used two words in the first verse to describe the coming of the Messiah. Two words. Sabi dun, a child is born, a son is given. A child is born, a son is given. Two words that dati binabasa niyo lang that didn't make sense. Pero ngayon, as we look deeper into God's Word, may it give you that light bulb experience. May it give you that aha moment. Na, ah, so that's what it means. A child is born means Jesus' humanity. Isipin naging tao si Jesus. He was born in the flesh. Alam mo, while reading this, I was thinking, di ba, si Jesus ba, siyempre yung last, yung last years niya in ministry, he did miracles, di ba? He healed the sick, he preached the gospel, he did a lot of things. Pero yung unang years niya ba, ginawa niya yung order, ginawa niya ba yung mga ginagawa din natin? You may wonder, na pag kumain ba siya ng marami, sasakit din siya niya? Oh, oy, grabe, iba yan, di ba? So, nagbabawas ba si Jesus? But those are good questions. Now, if Jesus was born today, di ba? Meron din ba siyang cellphone? Did he, ano kayang kotse yung dinadrive niya ngayon? When he worked as a carpenter, di ba? Under his father, nung nag-aasinta ba siya ng pako, may mga instances ba na namintis niya at tinamaan niya yung daliri niya? Yes. Did he bleed? Did he cry? Yes. I don't know if there's one thing that's written there. He was tempted in every way, but he was found without sin. Yun lang eh. Yun lang difference niya sa atin. But all the rest, he cried, he wept, he was lonely. He experienced all of those things. Yun yung ibig sabihin na, for unto us or for to us, a child is born. Jesus became flesh to us so that we can relate with him. Or better yet, so that he can relate to us. Ama, may minsan may mga pagkataon na, alam mo yung habang nagdadasal ka, parang ang layo-layo ng Diyos, kasi feeling mo hindi ka niya naintindihan. Parang hindi nyo, gets nyo ba? Yung mga instances na ganyan, you've been in pain, you've been betrayed, you've lost a loved one, you lost a job. Di ba yung mga moments na yun, Lord, di mo naman maintindihan eh. And I like to disagree. And Jesus would say that I understand you. Because I was born as a child. Isabin naintindihan yung pains you. When you laugh, he knows what it means. When you're excited, he knows what it means. Jesus was human in all aspects. But at the same time, he was also divine. Yun na ibig sabihin dito, a son is given. Isabin, from the very start, he was God himself. Nagkatawang tao siya, but he was still God. Ito yung both natures. He was human, but at the same time, God. 
Isabin, you can, Jesus can relate to you, but at the same time, He is God in the sense that He can do wonders in your life. Yung hirap kasi yung katabi mo, yes, tao din, nakaka-relate sa'yo, pero minsan yung mga problema, hindi naman niya kayang sagutin eh. Hindi niya kayang solusyonan eh. But this is where God comes in. Where He can relate to you and also at the same time provide solutions or work in your behalf. God with us can be better understand, understood in the statement, God for us. Di ba pang God with us, kasama natin, pero mas maganda yung God for us. <clears throat> Isaiah says that the Messiah is for us, or better yet, to us. Kasi sabi for to us, tapos to us, ibig sabihin to us para sa'yo. He came here on earth, nagkatuang lupa, for you. Not for him, but for you, for us. Yun yung ibig sabihin. Ginawa niya ito para sa inyo, para sa atin. He came to this earth. I remember it was in Philippians 2.7 that says, He emptied himself for us. He was God, but he decided to be human for us. How is that so good? He came to the earth for us. Another passage of scripture would say that Jesus came not to be served, but to serve, to give up his life for a ransom to many. You know, you said, Bindun, he came for you. And not until you realize that God is for you, hindi mo maramdaman yung presensya niya. Lagi mong isipin, ah, kalaban ako ni Lord. Ah, ayaw ako ni Lord. But when you go to the root of this and know that God is for you, Ibig sabihin, hindi ka lang niya kakampi. More than that, everything he thinks is for you. Yun ibig sabihin ng, ng for us. That Isaiah tells us that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. Jesus came to this earth to give up his life for us. How do you to picture that? He did it for you. A teacher once asked a boy, di ba? Siguro, pag kunwari, eight kayo magkakapatid, tapos, wari, eight, no? Tapos magulang mo, dalawa, di ten kayong lahat. Kapag hinati daw yung pizza sa ten pieces, ano yung share na makukuha mo? One-tenth, di ba? Yun yung, kabi, pangisa, nag, ano, may mat pala sa church, nag-church pa ako. Di ba? So, sabi daw, ano yung, yun daw yung sinabi ng teachers, what sa quiz nila, what part of the pizza would you receive? The answer would be one-tenth. May isa daw sumagot doon, Jason, one-ninth. Sabi niya, napaka, parang hindi naman mo get. Sabi ng teacher, hindi mo get siya. Bilangin ulit natin, walo kayong magkakapatid, nanay, tatay mo, sampo kayo. So, isabihin yung parte mo, one-tenth kasi sampo. Sabi, hindi mo get, teacher, sabi niya, one-ninth pa rin yung sagot ko. Sabi niya, bakit? Kasi si nanay palagi niya sasabihin, ayoko ng pizza. Sometimes we laugh, pero if you have a mother here today, di ba, pag nakita niya, ah, mas gusto ng anak ko to eh, hindi naman niya sasabihin eh. Sasabihin niya lang, okay na, busog pa ako. Ah, hindi kayo na lang. But deep down inside your heart, alam niya, gusto niya eh. Imagine that kind of love, times one million, yun yung pagmamahal ng Diyos para sa inyo. To the point that there's nothing that compares the love for God, of God to us. Kaya sinabi sa... 1 John 4.19, we love. Alam niyo bakit tayo nakakapagmahal ng ibang tao? 
because He first loved us. A love that was first shown to you. Kaya kaya mong magmahal ng ibang tao kasi una pa lang eh, di ba, naramdaman nyo yung pagmamahal ng ating Panginoon. Kaya mayroong Pasko dahil mahal tayo ng Panginoon. At kung gano'n tayo kamahal ng Panginoon, sana ganun din yung pagmamahal na ipinapakita natin sa ibang tao. The highlight of our passage today is to us a child is born, to us a son is given. So helpless yet full of grace for Jesus to fully identify with humanity, we indeed need Emmanuel or God with us. Dylan Burroughs says, Jesus came to give us life. We don't have to hang on the cross like he did. For him, it was sacrifice. For us, it is a gift. Sino sa inyo gustong magpapako? Ngayon, ngayon na. Pakatignan natin kung anong nakamdaman ni Jesus. Wala naman sa taong, wala naman sa tamang pag-iisip yung isipin na, ah, magpapapaw. Ginawa nyo ni Lord eh. Gusto mo rin gawin? Paano yun? Gusto mo rin maging Diyos? Sacrifice is said to be the act of giving up something valued for the sake of something else regarded as more important or worthy. Mahalaga sa'yo, pero willing i-give up because merong mas mahalaga sa'yo. Sacrifice is said to be a love, love. I said to be a love language. Yung pagsasakripisyo, yun daw yung isang ebidensya ng pagmamahal. Di ba? Ang hirap ngayon kasi pag walang pagmamahal. Sino sa inyo walang love ngayon? Siyempre, walang amin. Di ba? Yung tipong sabi nila, buti pa daw yung sapatos may pair. Wow. Buti pa yung tricycle daw eh. Pag binayaran mo ng 50, special na. A special trip. Buti pa yung planner, yung mga tumbler, pinagkakaguluan. Buti pa yung kalendaryo, may kadate. Wow, sad. Nadam to the day, dapat hindi buti pa eh. Di ba yun yung palagi natin siya siya, buti pa sila, buti pa gano'n mo, dapat hindi buti pa eh. Kundi kay buti. Kay buti mo, Panginoon, na araw-araw na paggising ko, alam ko, mahal na mahal mo ako. To the point of you coming down to earth and giving up your life for us. If there's something special about the love of God, hindi yung expression na sana all. Can you express that? Sana all? Pero hindi. Pagdating sa love ni Lord daw, hindi sana all, pero all na all. That's why it's called, diba? That's why He was called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. At the end of the day, diba? kahit gano'ng kaka-imperfect, kahit ang dami mong pagkakamali sa buhay, you can look in the mirror, you can come before God and say, I am an imperfect person loved by a perfect God. And that's all that matters. His love for us regardless of what we do. So today, receive the presence of God. Receive this present of His presence which is called Emmanuel. Kaya lagi kong tinatanong, ano ba mas madali? Magpapako o tanggapin? Magpapako sa krus o tanggapin na lang yung Panginoon? 
Siguro maganda kung may talagang cross tie dito, di ba? Para pag may altar call, di ba? Sino sa inyo ayaw tanggapin si Kristo ngayon at gustong magpapako? Di ba? Siguro pag ganun, ah, tanggapin na lang natin. Much easier eh. But a lot of us still want to go through the hassle of being crucified. Literally. Ganto kasi yan. I remember during the 1800, there was a epidemic called the smallpox. Hindi ko na kung nabasa niya. 1800, smallpox. Diba, Doc? We're in, siguro, uh, one out of three namamatay sa smallpox. Ang dami namamatay throughout the world sa smallpox. Well, in the 1800, they discovered a vaccine for the smallpox. Now, when they introduced the vaccine, diba, pag na-vaccine ka, bigla na-notice nila yung case mo, parang yung COVID, diba, mild na lang, hindi mo ikamamatay. So, is that good news? Yes. So people were running around the street and seven sabi na, we have found the cure for the smallpox. Lahat sila tuwang-tuwa, there is indeed good news. Lahat sila tuwang-tuwa, wow, ibig sabihin may, luta, may, may, may solution na, hindi na mamamatay pag nakuha mo yung smallpox. But the question is, di ba just by hearing the good news, just by hearing na may vaccine na, okay na. Ibig sabihin, hindi na ako matatablan. Hindi ka ba tatablan? Tatablan. I know you, well, upon hearing the good news, there's something that you have to do. You have to receive the vaccine. Ganun din tayong We know the good news. Emmanuel, God with us, that God came on our behalf to save us. But that good news is not just pang pag, na, pag narinig mo, ah, okay. But you have to receive it. You have to receive the cure, which is Jesus Christ. You have to receive that vaccine in your body to receive its benefit. Then only, then He will be with you. Then truly you can say, Emmanuel, God with us. John 1.21 says, As many as received Him, to them He gave them the right to become children of God. Hindi siya automatic. Upon hearing the good news, it's not automatic. You have to receive the good news of salvation. You have to receive Jesus in your life. So moving on further, first, yung pag-break down natin, for to us, a child is born, to us, a son is given, then we follow it by the statement, and the government will be on his shoulders. Diba? Pero ito medyo malalim to eh. And the government will be on his shoulders. During the time of Jesus, diba, politicians of military would bear ranks on their shoulders. Diba, kung hindi scepter yung hawak nila, may hawak sila ibang bagay. But oftentimes, they would have symbols here on their shoulders. This is what, this is what Isaiah wanted to picture. And the government would be on his shoulders, having ranks, meaning Jesus is to be king. Ito mangyayari. This is gonna happen in the future. This was a prophecy still gonna, that is still going to happen as Jesus comes back. Diba? You're with us during our evening Bible study. Diba? We're in the book of Revelations. And in the book of Revelations, we've talked about the return of the king, the establishment of the new heaven and the new earth. Ito yung gustong sabihin dito ni Isaiah. A government of peace, a government of love, a government of hope, a government of joy. 
what does this look like? Diba? Pag inisip mo, ano mong isabihin na a government, uh, a government ruled by the king. If you want to picture a government ruled by a king, then you would have the better picture of who the king is. Diba nakatawa today, leaders today surround themselves with servants. But Jesus himself made himself a servant. You see the contrast of governments today? The government today would strive for money to get something from us. But Jesus established a government wherein he said that I would give even to the point of giving up my life for them. Leaders of this day would use power to build empires. But Jesus uses his power to wash our feet and to make us clean. Government today, the higher the influence, the harder is it for you to reach them. Hindi naman araw-araw makasalubong nyo si BBM eh. Sana, di ba? Ganun eh, pagpataas ng pataas daw, mas mahirap silang hagilapin. But Jesus made himself available. Emmanuel, God with us. Emmanuel, God with us, can be better understood in the statement, God upon us. God amongst us. Yun yung better eh. God with us. O nga, no? God upon us. God among us. Di ba? Medyo naintindihan eh. Now, although this is a future prophecy that is yet to be seen, we can already see that government taking place today. Nakikita nyo ba? Now, although you see a government that's corrupt, parang ironic na sinasabi nyo, Pastor, that it is also happening today at the same time. Is it possible or hindi? When you, see, when you see a person who used to take drugs, when you see a person who used to be an alcoholic and now he's restored to his family and now he is restored to his work, I can say that the government of God is working. Do you see the picture? Hindi man siya fully but it's happening. The fulfillment is not yet fully happening, but you can see bits and pieces of it happening today. When you see loving, when you see loving Christians generously giving to others in need, then I know that the government of God is acting. When I see people eagerly learning their Bible, opening it up and joyfully praising Him, I know who their governor is. I know who is ruling in their life. When I see people giving up their lucrative careers to share the word of God to people who have not yet known Him, I know who rules in their hearts. When I see people carefully teaching and leading people in order for them to know God and to make Him known, I know for a fact that they are getting instructions from the king, from their king, who is Jesus Christ. When you see people's lives changed, I know for a fact that they are governed for God. So indeed, the government of God is alive and acting and working here within us. But oftentimes, we don't see it. Oftentimes, it's silent. 
But for God's government to work in our lives, it's a matter of choice. It's a matter of choice in your life. Is your heart governed by God? Is hope, joy, peace seen in your life today? Is mercy and grace abounding? Is God truly with us? Is He truly Emmanuel? James Hudson Taylor said, When the heart submits, then Jesus reigns. When Jesus reigns, then there is rest. If you hear the Christmas story, I'm of one thing that, that oftentimes pinagiwalay nila is Jesus being born and the redemptive plan of God. Diba? Usually, hinihiwalay natin eh. Pag tuwing Pasko and knowing the Christmas story, hindi tayo umaabot to the point that Jesus came to die and to save all. Gusto lang natin yung point na, oy pinanganak siya. Yun lang. But if you hear the Christmas story, those are two things you cannot separate. The redemptive plan of God. Ano maganda? With the redemptive plan of God. From beginning to finish, He planned it. From beginning to finish, Jesus reigns. From beginning to finish, Jesus is sovereign. Jesus planned every detail of it. He reigns over every season. He reigns in Christmas season. He is Lord over all. That's a phrase that you have to understand today. That truly Jesus reigns. You need to submit and the government will be on his shoulders. That truly he is not only king, but he is king of kings. If there's one uh, passage of scripture I love so much, it's Psalm 46. Psalm 46 verse 10, which says that, Be still and know that I am God. Oftentimes, we interpret it as something passive. Na wala kang gagawin yun is, be still. Yeah. But if you look at the context of Psalm 46, he was saying, be still din sa enemies. The enemies of God, he said, be still. Know that I am God. To us who are in the faith, it would mean something active. Hindi be still na, okay, tahimik na ako, Lord, ikaw nang gumawa. You know what be still and know that I am God really means? It means something active. It's telling CJ, wake up! Magising ka! Kumbaga, know that I am God. That's what be still and know that I am God means. You have to wake up and see for who He truly is. That He is God and He is in control. He is supreme no matter what happens in your life. He says, wake up, stop fearing, snap out of it. Knowing that God is not always, that God is control of every aspect in your life today. Ano kahit ilang beses nyo kantahin ngayon na Santa Claus is coming to town? Ano may sad news doon? Hindi siya darating. Siguro kahit Ilang beses, oh, bata pa lang, nakikinig ko pa, hindi pa dumadating si Santa Claus. Yes, yun, dumating na ba? Wala pa, di ba? Pero may good news, may isang tao, hindi pa kinakanta yung kanta niya, but he already came. He has already came, come, and one day he would again return as promised. He is coming to town to be with us. That's why he is called Emmanuel. Isaiah says that the government shall be on his shoulders. A symbol that God is to be king 
And since He is our King, He should determine on how we should live. Yun yung ayaw natin eh. When Jesus is King and Supreme in our lives, He is the one who dictates what you should do and what you should not do. The church is not governed by democracy. Hindi yung pagbota pa, iboto naman natin kung anong gagawin natin. But rather, we should do according to what the Bible says. We should do according to what God says. And Jesus has spoken through His Word. Today, we are to live according to the Bible. I mean, ancient times, yung, yung kings and yung, yung king lalo na, yung king had the right to expect something. He had the right to expect absolute obedience. Complete obedience. Pagdating sa hari, walang, walang, ah, uh, siguro, walang, ah, uh, tignan natin. Pagdating sa hari noon, pang militari yung pag sinabing jump, sagot nyo, how high? Yun lang yung, yun lang sagot doon. Walang sagot na no, hindi baka, tanongin ko muna si mother, ganun yung ganun. During that time, during this time, kings deserved and demanded absolute obedience. And this is what the king deserves of us today. Total or absolute obedience. Ang hirap, no? Ang hirap. So going back to the Bible, in Matthew 7, 21, it says, not everyone who says, Lord, Lord to me shall enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of the Father. Oh, gabi. Ako dun pa lang, dun ako natatakot eh. You may say, Lord, Lord today. Wow, praise the Lord. But in the coming of days, when Jesus comes back to install His government, sabi niya, parang hindi mo namang ginawa yung inutos ko. Di ba yun yung masakit eh? Kala mo eh. Kala mo pupunta ka ng langit. Kala mo lang. But it's very clear, di ba? Not everyone, but only those who does the will of my Father. Obedience is the key. And this is love that we walk according to His commandments. Obedience doesn't only mean following what the Bible says. Diba? Minsan, kala natin, ganun na eh. Pang okay na yun ha. Sinunod ka naman eh. You know what a deeper sense of obedience means? Obedience means doing what the Father says, doing what God tells you, in the timing He tells you, in the manner He tells you to do it. Hirap no? Tatlo yun eh. Hindi mo lang kailangan sundin, pero kailangan pa sa oras na itinakda niya, sa, papa, sa pamamaraanan na sinabi niya. A deeper sense of obedience. But in order to obey God, ito yung pinakasimple. You want to obey God? Sino sa wants to obey God deeper? Raise your hand. You want to obey God? You cannot obey God if you do not know Him. Yun yung million dollar question eh. Laging gustong sabihin eh. Sino gustong mag-obey God? Lahat tayo pa yung pag mo. Sino sa atin nagbabasa ng Biblia? Wala. Sino sa inyo nagbabasa tapos gusto pang intindihan at ipamuhay? Wala. And you say you want to obey God. Di ba? How ironic. It means you have to be familiar with Scripture, which takes you to the next level. Di ba? Next level is obedience. I remember I was mentoring a group of 
Uh, yung mga disciples ko, I, me- I mentored them. Basta tinanong ko, which is better, obedience or honoring? Diba at first, sabi ko, mukhang magandang obedience, ha? You know the difference of obedience sa honoring? Obedience, ginawa mo kasi sinabi niya. Kami pagdating sa honoring, ginawa mo kasi alam mong gusto niya. You see the difference? Hindi mo na hinintay eh. Dahil kapakiho mo yung puso ng Panginoon, hindi mo kailangan hinintay na, ah, ito gagawin ko kasi inuutos ni Lord eh. Hindi eh. Kasi alam mo yung puso ng Panginoon, gagawin mo na. That's honoring. Yun yung next level. Yun yung gusto nating makiting eh. In a level wherein we honor God. It's good to obey God. It's good. Pero next level na tayo. 2024, next level. We want to honor God by knowing what's in His heart. It takes initiative. Hindi mo na kailangan sabihin na read your Bible. Alam mo, gusto ni Lord, nabasahin ko yung Bible ko, kaya gagawin ko. Hindi ko na kailangan sabihin na, uy, sino sa'yo na magpe-pray? Mag-pray naman tayo ngayon. Hindi, magpe-pray ako kasi alam ko yun yung, yun yung nasa puso ng Panginoon. And that's what honoring means. Di ba sinse niyo ayaw ng ganun? Hindi, di ba sa bahay, gusto ba, inuutos mo lahat? Di ba bilang magulang, inuutos mo, uy, maghugas naman kayo ng pinggan. Tapos sasabihin ng pangalay, open eye, wow, ang bait-bait naman ng anak ko. Di ba? Nahuga, na, yung mga pinggan nahugasan. Pero alam mo yung next level, yung mas maganda doon? Hindi mo sinabing hugasan mo yung pinggan, nakita mo na yung bunso, inuhugasan mo na. Di ba? Wow! That's honoring. Yun yung gusto natin ngayon. That's a special kind of love today. Today we must live. Live according to how God wants us to live. As His subjects, Him being the King. Living in total obedience to the Lord, but at the same time, knowing His heart and learning to honor Him. The ultimate goal of obedience, I mean, ultimate goal of obedience, is to remain near God. The more you disobey God, the more you feel distant towards Him. You see how it correlates? The more we obey God, the more we draw near to Him, the more Emmanuel becomes real in our lives that God is with us. Lastly, Isaiah gives four names. Ito yung four names that the people would call Jesus. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. I want you to notice what I highlight there. And He will be called. And the people will call Him. These are, the, these are the words that the people will call Him. This shows that the people would give Jesus this description. That the people would call Him Wonderful Counselor. People would call Him Mighty God. People would call Him Everlasting Father. And they would call Him Prince of Peace. These weren't literal names of the Messiah, but rather these were attributes of who He was to be. Ito yung gusto nila eh. Dito yung nakikita nila. In Hebrew, uh, sabi doon, di ba? Or the Messiah would be called Wonderful Counselor. Sa Hebrew, magkahiwalay daw yun eh. 
wonderful tsaka counselor. Medyo magkahiwalay o kaya wonder of a counselor. Medyo mas mahirap. At a time when people needed wisdom, diba? going back to the setting, as wanted wisdom, kung kanino, ba siya, kung kanino ba siya papanig. And during this time, kings would hire counselors, wise people to give them sound advice on what to do. And is it ironic that, G, that Isaiah said, and he will be called not only a counselor, but he will be called wonderful counselor. A person who is a person to give you the desired wisdom and guidance that you need today. It would be called mighty God. Yung para sa kanila, mighty God was oftentimes yung champion. Diba pag nasa battle, you ever watch the movie Troy? Tapos nung tinawag nila, let's call the champion to save lives. Tatawag sila ng champion. Yun yung mighty. Yun yung champion nila. And here, I say wanted to picture, to have this picture sa tao, that God was to be their champion, that God was to fight for them. He was not only to give them sound advice, He was not only to, to, to lay the plan that He had in your life, but Him being the mighty God, He, said, he was to make it happen in your life. Yung magandang partner eh. The Lord is not only to give, minsan kasi si Lord bibigay ng plano sa buhay mo, bibigyan siya na ito yung kailangan mong gawin. Pang hirap gawin ah. But him being the mighty God, it is possible. He gives you an advice, he gives you the plan, and he helps you make it happen. Then he went on to say that he would be called everlasting father. If there's one thing a father gives, it's two things. It's protection and it's provision. Yun yung siguro pinaka-main na binibigyan na isang tatay. And what I say I wanted to remind them is that this everlasting father, hindi yung tatay mo lang na nakapag-provide o nakapag-protect sa inyo. Diba? Minsan, pati ako eh. I can offer that provision and that protection to my family, but only for a limited point of time. There will come a time, kukunin na rin ako ni Lord eh. You know, those are times na for you who have lost your fathers, diba? Pang, oh, nga, no, sayang, I'm longing for that. I'm longing for that father figure to provide up to now or to provide that protection for us up to now. But the good news here is, Isaiah said that he will become an everlasting father. Pangmatagalan. Isabin, patay ka na, siya nagpo-provide, siya nagpo-protect pa rin. And that's what Isaiah wanted them to picture. And lastly, Prince of Peace. That the result of the Messiah's rule and reign will bring about peace. Not only peace, but also prosperity on the earth and throughout all the time. Emmanuel, God with us, can be understood better in the statement, God in us. The Spirit the Spirit's indwelling in us is evidence of God with us. God with us is better explained in God in us. Did you notice a change in your life when you started to come when you started to come to church? Did you notice that change being more significant when you joined a group of people who loved the Lord, who loved reading the Bible? 
Did the change become more evident when you decided to accept the Lord Jesus as your Lord and Savior? Meron ba? Wala? Walang pagbabago? Meron bang conviction sa puso nyo na although tayo nagkakamali pa rin, pero ngayon medyo parang may mali Kung baka dati kaya mong gawin tas walang konsensya, ngayon parang parang feeling ko parang mali eh. Parang hindi ko na kayang gawin eh. Yung sisubukan mo pang magtago. Di ba, Lord, pagkatapos magsusorry na ako. You ever have those, ex- have those instances na dati wala naman eh. Wala ka naman pakialam eh. But all of a sudden, parang may pakialam ka na na kailangan mong maging mas mabuting tao. Did you have that longing that you had to be better every day? Did you have that longing to read the Word of God na parang ngayon, kung ano, may devotion, hindi dahil mag-check si pastor o dahil para alam ko, pero para nakapagbasa din ako and for me to go to know God better. Is there, is there a desire in your heart today to know your purpose and to do the will of the Father? Kung dati gusto mo lang 8 to 5 jam, gusto mo lang mabuhay, gusto mo lang kumain, gusto mo lang bumibilin yung gusto mo. Pero ngayon parang tinatanong mo na si pastor, pastor ano ba ang purpose ko sa buhay? Do you ever have those instances? Hindi. Those are evidences of God in you. God working in your life. Yun ang ebidensya eh. That there's something happening in your life. Kaya nga sabi nila, kung walang pagbabago sa buhay mo, baka hindi naman si Kristo yung sinusundan nyo. Magduda na kayo. Ama ko, if you've been in church for 10 years, tas pang sa'yo, wala pa rin. Pang walang epekto yung Bible. Pang, there's no craving for God's Word. Pagdating mo, pang, pang wala lang. Gusto mo lang routine. There's no, there's no push for you to do good to other people. Then you better think, Si Kristo ba talaga sinusundan ko? Because when you get to follow Jesus, He promised that He would leave you a counselor. He would leave you His Spirit to guide you. To bring you into becoming more like Him. Isaiah 9.6 reminds us of who Jesus is and what He came to do. When these words were written, God's people were in a dark season. But this is a promise that God was coming to the rescue. Ano kung sa tingin mo ngayon, parang ang layo-layo ko pa, Pastor, eh. Di ba? Don't worry, God is with you. God is gonna rescue you. Andyan na yung Panginoon, hintayin mo lang. He's working, di mo lang napapansin. But He's doing something significant in your life today. Jesus entered into this world as a child to pursue you, to know you, to change you, to make you more like Him. God in us, God is in us through the power of the Holy Spirit. Today is that Spirit working in your lives today. Do you recognize God in you today? na hindi kayo makakating kung saan kayo ngayon, kung hindi dahil sa paggalaw ng Panginoon sa buhay nyo ngayon. And isn't that enough evidence of Emmanuel, God with us? See, as Louis said, don't shine so that others can see you. Shine so that through you, 
others can see him. Did you ever try to play yung nag-reflect kayo ng ilaw? Subukan nyo ba yung gusto nyo mapikon yung kaklase nyo sa school, yung relo mo, yung babounce mo yung ilaw, tapos tatama mo sa mata niya, o kaya salamin, di ba? Nasubukan nyo na yung ganun bagay? Hindi. Ako, ako lang pala yung abnormal. Sige. So, ganun yung ginagawa namin. So, isang tao ko, si Jason, nandun, ilawan ko. Nakita ko yung ilaw, di ba? Nahaban ako po kami sa classroom. Itong kutina, may ilaw. Oh, magandang lako to, ah. So, ibabounce ko. Tapos, hihintayin ko tumama sa mata niya. Oops. Ginawa nyo na yun. You never try to bounce the light tapos habang binabounce nyo, nakita nyo yung reflection nyo? Hindi. Never mangyayari yun. Because your intention was to bounce the light hindi naman ikaw. Kasi kung gusto mo ikaw, titigil mo, pero hindi nagbabounce. Babounce lang yung sarili mo. And that's what we are supposed to be. We are to be broken mirrors. Broken mirrors, not reflecting our image, but reflecting the image of God in us. That when people see you, diba, yung sa sobrang tuwa nila eh, nakikita nila yung paggalaw ng Panginoon sa buhay mo. A couple of days ago, I got to meet a friend friend who happens to be a pastor now. Alam mo, dati, pag naalala ko lang siya, pagbuhatan. Kasi alam mo, yung main attribute niya, lakas niya, super. Siya yung record no na kayang magbuhat 20 chairs. Yung monoblock chairs, 20 ah, 20. Kami, 10 lang eh. Talagang hirap na. Siyo, 15, pwede pa. Balik konti yung buto namin. Pero sa kanya, 20, walang kahirap-hirap. Bubuhatin niya yung chairs. So pagdating ng lipat, pagdating ng kailangan ng talagang lakas, tinatawag namin siya, uy pre, kailangan namin ng tulong ganito. Pupunta siya kasi that's what he's known for. And when we got to meet a couple of days ago, na nalaman ko na pag Bible school, natasab niya, I'm a pastor. Sabi ko, ah, okay. Ano pinag-usapan namin? We talked about the Trinity, we talked about our stand on Calvinism. Ano may mga ganong terms na pang, ano pang hindi ko ma-imagine sa buong buhay ko na mag-uusap kami, tas ganun yung topic namin. Aba to during the time na sabi ko, I see God moving in your life. Kasi hindi tao kayang may gawa nun eh. Yung kayang may gawa nun, Diyos. However, I get to see him, I said, wow, I see the picture of the living God moving in his life. Ano ministry niya ngayon? Kabe. Ministry to the Muslims. Not everybody is called for that. Sabi ko, wow. Sabi ko, gabi. Sa kanya, front line. Talagang yung ine-evangelize niya, yung win-win niya, Muslims. Dati sabi ko, wow. Sabi ko pa, hindi ko imagine only God can do that. And by Him doing that, I see God. Tayo kaya. Diba? Can people see the Lord working in our life? O nakikita nila, ah, nakikita ko pa rin si Jasper. Nakikita pa rin si Mati. O nakikita nila, wow. Hindi ko ma-explain, pero gabi. Pero excited. Ano mo excited ako? I'm excited to one day see Jeff sharing his testimony in front. Kasi pag ganun nangyari, hindi na si Jeff yan eh. Di ba? Sinaniban na yan. <laughs> Sinaniban na yan ng banal na spirito. Di ba? Those are moments na you would never imagine that person, pero you see them pang, wow, that can only be God. So today, believe. Same sa atin mo, believe. Um, if you look at all those names that were given to Jesus, you can properly separate them into two categories. Nami una doon, sabi doon, di ba? Wonderful Counselor. Tapos yung next doon, Prince of Peace. 
Those are titles that can give, be given to human beings. Pwede yun eh. Wonderful counselor, prince of peace. Yung prince of peace, yung talagang nakapaghari na magbibigay ng kapayapaan. Those can apply to a, to a mortal human being. And when the time of this prophecy, that's what Judah needed. They needed somebody who can give them sound advice. They needed peace not only in Judah, but throughout the whole kingdom. Kaya ito yung inaasam nila para sa isang leader. Kaya nung sinabi siguro ni Isaiah, di ba? And he will be called Wonderful Counselor. Yes! Tapos bandang huli, Prince of Peace. Yes na yes. But when Isaiah prophesied the other names, he said, and he will be called Mighty God, Everlasting Father. Hindi sila makagets eh. Alam mo ba, hindi nila magets? Yung umpisa, sabi niya, A son is to be born. Hindi na ma-imagine isang bata tapos magiging mighty God. Isang bata tapos magiging everlasting father. Parang napakahirap, hindi nila ma-picture. O kaya baliktarin natin, sabi niya, Diyos, tapos bata, magkakatawang tao. Parang hindi, they didn't have that clear picture or concept of what incarnation really meant. But today, living in the present, you don't have to figure out things on your own. Diba, pag sinabi yung apat na pangalan niya, parang gets na gets nyo? You know what it means for Jesus to be your wonderful counselor? Do you know what Jesus means to be your mighty God? How about your everlasting Father and your Prince of Peace? Yes. But do you believe it? Iba yung nabasa mo, iba yung, napan, iba yung naniniwala ka kasi nakikita mo sa buhay mo. It means you know that Jesus is working in your life, Him being the wonderful counselor that He truly is. When He injects wisdom in your life, you know that He is that mighty God when He provides protection in your life. The promise of safety and security. A call for us not to be afraid. But do we believe that? That His love and concern for us is like a parent, everlasting Father, that He is not distant, that He is near. Do you believe that? And lastly, He is that Prince of Peace, that giver of peace in our hearts, and He creates that peace in us so that we can become ambassadors of His peace to the rest of the world. Pero naniniwala ba kayo? Naniniwala ba kayo? Di ba yung pinakamahirap? Yung isang tao na naniniwala, na hindi siya naniniwala, na yun siya. You can call a person a doctor. No? Si, si Doc Leonard, doctor. Pero kung si Doc mismo hindi siya naniniwalang doctor siya, wala. Imagine. Di ba? Magpapagamot ba kayo? Di ba? Takot nyo na lang. Kasi hindi ako sure, ha? Ah, nakapagtapos, pero hindi ako sure kung doctor ako eh. Di ba? The story of Christmas meets us where we really need. You know what we really need this Christmas? A relationship with Him. A restored relationship with God. And that's where it boils down. Kaya He gave those names for you to be able to relate to Him. 
What do you need today? Yun yung pinaka-need eh. Nakala mo lahat yun nun, but at the, at the top of everything else, alam mo bakit He will become your wonderful counselor? You know why He wants to be your mighty God? You know why He wants to be your everlasting Father and Prince of Peace? Because He wants to relate with you. He wants a relationship with you. And that's what it means for Emmanuel or God with us. A relationship that was scarred and lost because of sin, now God wants it redeemed. God wants it restored, even to the point of sending His Son to die on our behalf for us to be, for us to be reunited with Him. So to end, Janice Meditere said, Christmas, ah, Christmas is not as much about opening our present as opening our hearts. Para saan yung andamin yung handa ngayong Pasko? O ngayong mamayang bagong taon kung hindi nyo naman hinanda yung puso nyo? Diba pa nakakasal? Andamin yung sobra, gami ganon, but at the end of the day, hindi naman handa yung puso nyo. Hindi nyo inihanda para kay Kristo. So tonight, di ba? Maganda yun, pag, pag tinanong ni Lord, anong handa? Anong handa nyo? Anong sagot nyo kay Kristo? Ati Jingle? Handa na kitang mahalin, Panginoon. Yun yung handa mo para sa Kanya. The good life is not from God. Pangit, 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 pangit pakinggan, di ba? The good life is not from God. The good life is with God. Pagkasama mo si Kristo, pagkasama mo yung presensya niya, pag alam niyo yung Emmanuel, yun na yung magandang buhay. Yun na yung simula ng magandang buhay that indeed God is with us. Our present is His presence. Ang tanong, is Christ present in your life? Is Christ present in our Christmas? So going back, let me end with this passage of scripture. Na skip ko kanina. Ito yung kanina sabi ko. Isaiah 7.14 The prophecy also before Isaiah 9.6 that says, Therefore the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Ito yung preba. Ito yung palatandaan. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and you and will call him Emmanuel or God with us. But if there's something that people struggle with during the holidays, during these long breaks, na minsan hindi natin aminin, it's that issue of loneliness. It's that struggle of loneliness. Where to spend Christmas, who to spend Christmas with. But oftentimes, people still remain lonely. Diba? Some of you aren't able to go home to their families for the long holidays. Diba? Kababalik nyo. Yung iba, ngayon, ngayong bagong taon, mag-isa na lang kayo. There are some people who haven't been there that we've been longing for. We have that feeling or that weight of loneliness and grief, a longing for someone or something in our hearts. And today, no matter where we spend Christmas or who we spend it with, Christmas comes with a promise. That promise of Emmanuel, God with us. That you will never be alone. Christmas 
tells us that God does not only come to our house, does not only come for the holidays, but He decides to stay in your life forever. And that's the solution that God gave us today. Christmas tells us that God sent Himself to come and be with us. Today as we end the year, as we end 2023, allow us to reflect on that word, Emmanuel, God with us. So as we pause for a while, as we pause for a moment, probably as we close our eyes and reflect on today's message, maybe just maybe there's somebody here today wondering who that Jesus is. Maybe you're realizing that truly, I need Christ. If you're that person today lonely or longing for something in your heart today, maybe you're hurting and you need comfort. Maybe just in, like in the time of Isaiah, you're in this dark moment full of despair, full of challenges. And minsan, iniisip nyo, kasama ko pa talagang Diyos? allow me to reassure you that if you receive Him, if you live for Him, and you believe for who He truly is, then Emmanuel, God is with you. you're that person today longing for Jesus allow me to just pray for you Heavenly Father you are Emmanuel and knowing that you are with us brings so much comfort and joy at the same time at times that we are hurting bring so much comfort knowing that you are near us. That amidst the gifts, the food, the fellowship during this holiday season, we can't help but grieve or get lonely. We wish to run away from all the pain that we're experiencing, all the hardship, the struggles, all the difficulties and challenges. When all is not well in our life, may we draw comfort in those words, Emmanuel, God with us. That truly our comfort is that you see us, is that you meet us where we are, that you provided us our greatest need 
Father, thank you for forgiving our sins and washing us as white as snow. We deserve death, but you gave us life. Father, help us to believe and to know that truly you are Emmanuel. Allow your Holy Spirit to be our wonderful counselor, to heal and to patch up those broken pieces in our heart. Help us to trust for your peace. to rest in Christ who carries all our burdens, who calms our storms and shepherds us. Speak to us through your word. And as we read it, O Lord Father, may we find delight in it. Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, we thank you for today's celebration. That as we end 2023, we thank you for your word. I pray that as you come into their life, may they truly accept you as Lord and Savior. I pray that you continuously pour out your love and your grace to them. May they feel it. May they experience it. I pray for hope amidst challenges. I pray for focus on the Lord as they go through life. As we celebrate a new year, May we open our hearts to you. Father, may you bless the works of their hands. May you grant them healing in all aspects of their life. Restore their broken relationships. And at the end of the day, may you be with them. May you be Emmanuel. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Let's give the Lord the loudest clap offering that we can give him. Na-bless po ba kayo sa message? Ayan, of course. So ngayon naman po, dadako naman po tayo sa ating tithes and offering. Before that, meron po ako ditong mga lagayan. So, meron po akong mga lunch packs dito. And for our today's illustration, syempre parang ganun din sa ginawa ni Kuya Ron, magtatawag ako ng mga kasama sa harapan. Pero bago yun, naniniwala po ba kayo na lahat ng blessings ay may pinaglalagyan? Okay, so katulad po kunyari ng pagkain, saan nilalagay ang pagkain? <laughs> Sa dyan. <laughs> ang tubig. Diba? So lahat po ng mga tinatanggap natin from God, meron po siyang pinaglalagyan. Kasi kung wala pong paglalagyan, matatapon, hindi po ba? masasayang. So ngayon po, baka naman kasi may mga tatapon na kayong blessings, kaya meron akong lunchbox dito. Mamamas ko po ako. Hindi, <laughs> joke lang. Ngayon po, for today's illustration, tatawagin ko po yung mga naggagandahang asawa ng mga big bros na pumunta po sa harapan dito nung nakaraan. Okay, so may I call on Ate Eunice, Ate Elena, And dahil wala si Ati Lali, si Ati Kriza. And po, can you please come forward po? Palakpakan naman po natin sila.
Ayan, so meron po tayo ditong tatlong naggagandahang magkukumare. Doon na lang po kayo sa... <laughs> Opo, okay, so si Kumaring Eunice, Kumaring Elena, at Kumaring Kriza. Si Kumaring Kriza, mahilig po siyang magluto. Ayan, so yun yung kahiligan niya, mag-bake, ganyan. At ang nagbibigay po sa kanya ng saya ay kapag naisushare niya yung niluluto niya sa mga kumari niya. So, paano po yung masarap na luto, Ate Kriza? <laughs> Ayan. <laughs> okay, so, si Kumaring Yunis, siya yung kapitbahay number one. Siya po ay busy sa trabaho kasi yung trabaho niya ay um, di, ano, VA siya. So, sa gabi po siya gising, tapos sa tanghali, yun yung rest niya, yun yung pahinga niya. So, hindi siya madalas lumalabas ng bahay. Then, si Kumaring number two, si Ate Elena, siya naman yung sa gabi siya tulog at sa, sa araw naman siya lumalabas. So, siya yung madalas nakakakwintuhan ni Kumaring um, Kriza. Okay, so ngayon po, si, si Kumaring Kriza, mahilig siyang magluto, hindi ba? So, first, magbibake daw siya ng cake. Imagine na lang, meron po tayo ditong five na lunchbox at mga pagkain. Imagine, imagine na lang po natin na ito ay cake. <laughs> so, si Kumaring Kriza, magbibake siya ng cake. Aamuyin niya ngayon yung niluto niya. Titikman niya kung masarap ba. Ayan, paano po yung masarap? <laughs> Ayan, at dahil doon, sabi niya sobrang sarap nito, excited siyang i-share yun sa mga kaibigan niya. So, bibigyan niya sila ng tag-iisa. Lalagay niya sa lunch. Eh, siyempre, lalagay niya sa lunchbox. Ayan, yun yung purpose po ng lagayan. Okay, so, sobrang saya niya nung naibigay niya yun. And siyempre, excited din naman silang matikman yun, kaya ang saya-saya din nung dalawang kumari niya. Pero parang hindi sila excited. <laughs> okay. And then, ngayon po, si kumaring Si Kumaring Elena, nagbalik siya ng lalagyan kay Kumaring Kriza. So, ibinalik niya yung lalagyan dahil siya po yung tipong tao na ayaw niya ng maraming lagayan sa bahay. So, binabalik niya kaagad. Ngayon naman, si Kumaring Yunis, dahil siya ay medyo makakalimutin na, na <laughs> nakalimutan niyang ilagay, eh, ibalik yung lagayan kay Ati Kriza. And then, one day, nag-bake na naman si Ati Kriza ng another cake. Ayan, so, nag-bake siya, excited na naman siyang mag-share sa kanila. So, nagbigay na naman siya. Ayan, so, magbibigay na siya kay Kumaring Eunice at magbibigay din siya kay Kumaring Elena. At the same process, si, Ma si Kumaring Eunice, nakalimutan na naman niyang magbalik ng lagayan. Samantalang si Kumaring Elena, dahil nga ayaw niya ng kalat sa bahay, nagbalik ulit siya ng lalagyan kay Kumaring Kriza. Okay. And then next day, nag-bake naman si Kumaring Kriza ng ubi jam. Okay, so yung ubi naman yung binigay niya. So excited siyang mag-share sa kanila ulit. Ayan. Okay. So, 
Ganun pulit yung nangyari. Nakalimutan na naman ni Maring Eunice na magbalik ng lagayan. At si Maring Ilay na naman, syempre, nagbalik ulit siya ng lalagyan kay Kumaring Kriza. And then, nagluto ulit siya ng ubi jam kasi nagustuhan ng mga kumari niya. So, nagbigay ulit siya ng ubi jam sa kanila. <laughs> Ayan, pagod na siya. Oo. Pero, kahit ganon, kahit nakakapagod magluto, gustong-gusto niya kasi nga, di ba, yun yung nagbibigay ng saya sa kanya. Okay. So, ngayon, Nakatulog ulit si Kumaring Yunis, hindi na naman siya nakapagbalik ng lagayan. Si Kumaring Ilay na lang ulit yung nagbalik ng lagayan. And gusto na naman mag-bake ng cake ni Kumaring Kriza. Yeah. <laughs> so, ngayon, ang problema, iisa na lang yung lalagyan. Kasi hindi na ibabalik. So, kanino niya ibibigay yung blessing? Siyempre, kay Kumaring Ilay na. Kasi siya yung nagbalik, di ba? Okay, so nagbalik siya. Ay, magbibigay siya ngayon ng cake kay Kumaring Ilay na. And the next day, nagbalik ulit ng lagayan si Kumaring Ilay na kay Kumaring Kriza. So nagbake ulit siya. At nagbigay ulit siya kay Kumaring Ilay na. Kasi nga, isa na lang yung lalagyan. So, wala na naman kay Kumaring Yuni. So, after one month, ganun yung nangyari. And then, naalala ni Kumaring Yuni. Sabi niya, bakit kaya hindi na ako binibigyan ni Kumaring Kriza ng pagkain? Namimiss ko na yung, yung niluluto niya. Parang isang buwan na, wala pa din. Okay, so anong ginawa ni Kumaring Yuni? Dahil nagtataka siya na masyal siya, pumunta siya kay Kumaring Kriza. And then, natatnan niya si Kumaring Kriza at Kumaring Ilay na sa bahay na masayang nagkukwintuhan. Okay? Tapos kumakain ulit sila ng ubi jam. <laughs> Para sila nagkukwintuhan. Ayan. Okay, so, si Kumaring Yunis, nakafeel siya ng something sad, sadness sa puso niya kasi para siyang nainggit. Bakit sila nagkukwintuhan? Di man lang ako inaya. Kumakain sila ng ubi jam, paborito ko yon Pero bakit di ako tinawag? Ayan. So, after that, nung umuwi na sila, dahil mayroon pa bigat sa puso ni Maring Eunice, nag, naglinis-linis siya sa kusina. So, sabi niya, magluluto ako ng ubi jam. Hindi ko naman sila bibigyan. Joke lang. Ayan. So, doon siya sa kusina. Habang naglilinis siya, nakita niya yung nakatambak na lalagyan. Nandun lahat. So, nag-isip siya. Sabi niya, Nakalimutan ko palang magbalik ng lagayan. Naipon na pala yung lalagyan dito sa akin. Ito kaya yung dahilan kung bakit di na ako nabibigyan ni Kumaring Kriza? Kaya sabi niya, sige, ako naman ngayon ang magluluto. Magluluto ako ng paborito niyang pansit at bibigyan ko siya. Okay, so nagluto si Kumaring Yunis ng pansit and then hinatid niya ngayon kay Kumaring Kriza. So, pagbalik niya, sabi niya, Humingi siya ng sorry kasi nakalimutan niyang magbalik ng lalagyan. Naipon na pala doon sa kanya. Kaya sabi niya, namimiss ko na yung ubi jam mo, kumare. Hindi, mo, hindi ko na nga natitikman. Ayan. So, sabi naman ni kumaring Kriza, alam mo, inaantay ko lang ibalik mo yung lagyan. Wala na akong lalagyan. 
Gusto naman sana kitang bigyan, pero wala na akong mapaglagyan. Okay, so at the end, syempre, naging happy na ulit sila. Nag-share na ulit sila sa isa't isa dahil nagbabalik na si Kumaring Yunis ng lagayan. Okay, so ano po yung moral lesson dito? Ayan, sorry sa boring na illustration, pero I hope you have learned something po. Okay, so yeah, meron po tayo ditong dalawang lesson na natutunan. Sometimes, or God is using us as a vessel of blessings. Tayo mismo yung lalagyan. Okay, so gagamitin natin si Kumaring Yunis number one. Tayo yung lalagyan ng blessings. So syempre, tayo, um, gustong-gusto natin nagbibigay ng blessings sa mga mahal natin sa buhay. Tumutulong tayo sa iba, nagbibigay tayo sa lahat ng mga gawain, and then tumarating tayo sa puntong nauubos tayo. Tama po? Kakabigay natin, tayo pala yung nauubos. Hindi na natin alam kung saan na tayo kukuha ng ibibigay pa natin. Yung, yung problema doon is, hindi tayo bumabalik doon sa source natin. Tayo yung lagayan na, akala natin magagawa natin lahat, may bibigay natin lahat, pero dumarating tayo sa point na mauubos tayo, and then maghahanap tayo. Sana tayo lalapit. So doon lang natin ma- ma- maiisip ulit na bumalik sa Panginoon which is He is the source of our everything. So, doon lang dadaloy ulit yung pagpapala. And then, sa illustration number two, kay Maring Elaina naman, tayo din, binibless tayo ni Lord. So, meron din siyang mga ginagamit na, na vessels of blessings. Tama po? And, syempre, yung mga blessings na binibigyan niya sa atin, may hinihingi si God sa atin, may ina-ask siya na dapat ibigay din natin yung para sa Kanya. So, ano po yung mga hinihingi niya? Marami pong verses dun. Sabi dun sa, um, yung 10% sa Malakay Tres Jess. Okay po. Uh, sabi dun, ibigay natin ng buong boyong ikapu natin sa Panginoon. So, at dahil dun, ibubuhos niya yung masa- masaganang pagpapala sa atin. Sabi niya, bubuksan niya yung durangawan ng langit at ibubuhos ang masaganang pagpapala. Ano pa po? Yung, yung isang verse, sabi ni God, magbigay ka sa akin ng may galak, may saya sa puso, at ibubuhos ko din sa iyo ang masaganang pagpapala. Dahil kung sino ang nagbibigay ng masagana, ay pinagpapala din ng masagana. So kapag tayo po, pinagpapala ng Panginoon at nagbabalik tayo sa Kanya, sa tingin niyo po ba, makakareceive din tayo ng pagpapala pabalik? Yes, katulad po kay Maring Ilay na kanina, tama? So nung nagbalik siya ng lagayan, yung blessings, nakita niyo po ba yung pag-flow? Dere-derecho. Hindi po siya nai-stop. Pero nung si Kumaring Yunis, nai-stop yung lagayan, hindi niya naibabalik sa Panginoon, nai-stop din yung blessings. So yung lessons doon, kung gusto po natin ng overflowing blessings, let's give back all the praises, all the glory, all the thanksgiving na para sa ating Panginoon. So, yun po yung sikreto ng masaganang pamumuhay. Okay po, so for today's giving, before po tayo magbigay, let's pray. Thank you so much po mga ate. Thank you po. Ayan, so let's pray po. Hallelujah, Father God. Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Holy Spirit. Oh God, Thank you that you are our everything. Ikaw po ang source ng lahat sa amin. 
Ikaw po ang nagbibigay ng lahat na pangangailangan namin. You are our Jehovah Jireh. At tunay nga, Panginoon, gumagamit ka ng mga blessings. Gumagamit ka ng mga vessels o blessings upang ibuhos sa amin lahat ng pagpapalang kinakailangan namin. Thank you for that, O God. Maraming salamat sa mga taong ginagamit mo sa buhay namin. Maraming salamat sa mga trabaho, sa lahat ng sources of income, sa lahat din po ng mga um, blessings na hindi man financial, but Lord, yung buhay na ipinagkakalob mo sa bawat isa, yung kalakasan, yung kalusugan, yung mga talent, lahat ng nagagamit namin sa pang-araw-araw na buhay namin. Lord God, maraming maraming salamat. At dahil doon, Panginoon, you deserve all the praises, glory, and thanksgiving, O God. At sa araw na ito, Panginoon, we are here to give all of those to you. Ibabalik po namin sa iyo ang pasasalamat na kinakailangang ibalik po namin sa iyo. Lord God, tanggapin mo ang mga tithes and offering na nasa harapan po namin. Maanong e-bless mo ito, Panginoon, at gamitin mo po para sa iyong kalwalhatian. And yes, Lord God, we offer our lives also. Use us as a vessel of blessings to others, that in everything we do, we may glorify you, we may make you smile, and we may always give what is best for you, as you are, as you are uh, always blessing us, bless mo po kami, kami naman Panginoon, gagawin po namin yung mga best namin para pagpalain din namin ang pangalan mo. Maraming salamat at pinupuri ka namin sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Let's give po. Morning po. Um, excited na po ba kayo sa next na episode <laughs> ng Nights and Offering natin? Mukhang continuous na. <laughs> Mara na siyang teleserye. Uh, anyway, um, Happy New Year to everyone. Uh, let's watch this first.
Salamat po sa panonood ngayon. Nakita nyo lahat po ng mga nangyayari. That was just um, um, a recap of what we have been doing, what the church has been doing, what God has been doing in this church um, for this year. So this is the last day of this year. Um, sa lahat ng harvest group natin, Youth Jam, Coffee, uh, Ecclesia, we will resume all our activities on January 2024. which is next year na yun, technically, bukas na <laughs> yung next year. Okay, so, um, para po maging updated tayo, just uh, keep watch on the GCs, uh, group chats, yung Facebook page natin. And, of course, don't forget to be excited sa lahat ng mga mangyayari ng 2024. 2024 will be great, of course. And, um, yung mga Ano pa lang yan, beginning pa lang yan, yung mga yan. So, yeah, be excited and thank the Lord for all He has uh, been doing for this church. Thank you, guys. All right, so we invite everybody to stand up as we end in a word of prayer. So, again, uh, later po, lunch is served. If you want to stay behind, we would. very much want that yeah, to have fellowship with you before the year ends so sabi mo sa katabi mo see you next year oh, tagal nung see you next year diba? see you next year which is tomorrow ayan so bukas na pala yun. so ayan so happy new year to all I pray that God may uh, abound in our lives as we face another year all together alright so let's Raise our, haps, raise our hands to the heavens and let's end in a word of prayer. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for today. Truly, you are with us. And may the name Emmanuel ring a new message in our hearts and our minds, O oh Lord God, that truly you are with us. I pray that the love of God, the abounding grace of His Son, Jesus, and the constant fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. God bless. Thank you.